you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. You can tune in to SENZ every Sunday between 11 and 12 for Greyhound Racing New Zealand's Dog Speed, hosted by Greyhound experts Mark Rosanowski and Andy McCook. Don't miss a beat with Greyhound Racing New Zealand's Dog Speed show. And speaking of dogs, we are going to talk to a young trainer now in the Greyhound community, Emma Potts. She joins us. G'day, Emma. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you, mate. Good. Uh, how did you get into into dog training and, and into the sport? Um, it was more my dad really got involved um, as an owner first off, and I go with him to the races and watch his dogs go around and got... Um, a really good friendship going with the trainer and he offered me a job um, working on the farm and stuff and I couldn't say no. Was that Steve Clark? It was Steve Clark. Yeah, he's unfortunately no longer with us. But, I mean, how how much did you, uh, I imagine you were a bit of a sponge around him. I mean, how, how key was he to your career as a trainer? Oh, massive. Um, most of what I know now I learned from Steve and his then partner, Cass. Um, yeah, amazing, amazing knowledge about um, food and how to check a dog and what goes into racing and how to prepare them and stuff. Yeah, most things I do now with my dogs um, has come from Steve. Uh, I, I guess one of the, the, the million-dollar questions that every uh, greyhound uh, trainer owner gets asked is how do you spot the ones that, get, that are going to go good and, and uh, versus the ones that just <laughs> end up on the couch with you? Uh, it's all about in their pre-training, I guess, um, from puppy to rearing them to breaking them in you can tell quite early off um the ones that want to do it and the ones that um don't want to do it and would rather have the couch and yeah it's all about giving them time and yeah they'll they'll let you know now i mean i know that you you're around the auckland region aren't you Emma, is that right? Yes, I am. Yeah. yeah. How do you find it in terms of, uh, I guess, the setup uh, of getting yourself set up to be a trainer, uh, to be an owner of dogs? In terms of, you know, we know what pro- property prices are like in Auckland. I mean, mm-hmm. how much of a challenge has that been for you, and how how did you get around it? It's very difficult. Um, when I first started out training on my own, I was very lucky enough that my parents um, sold their house in Pocono, moved into the middle of nowhere um, to a property with land, and allowed me to train off their property um unless you have something like that it's very very difficult um as a young person starting off and again now training in with Hayley um I'm also very lucky that she had the property she has the land um that we can work in together but there's really no help um out there if I'm being honest for young trainers to get involved I suppose it's all about who you know and getting those support networks there to help you get started yeah, I was going to ask you about you know Greyhound Racing New Zealand and whether or not there was uh, any sort of assistance for young trainers, young people trying to you know sort of get into the sport. Not financially, no. It's been brought up um, quite often. I know um, there's been you know talk a while ago about having a training complex, a bit like how they do with the horses, and having one complex and having you know numerous trainers there. But no, nothing really. No. Mm. And so, I mean, it's important for you to be able to train with um, Hayley Mullane now. How, how does that uh, relationship work? 
Oh, it's awesome. I worked for Hayley um, after Steve Clark, before I went out on my own. Um, and, yeah, we get on great. We've always worked really well together. And when the opportunity came up um, to go into partnership with her, um, yeah, it was a no-brainer, really. I have the chance now to have puppies and um, break-ins and stuff, something which I couldn't have done at home um, on my own. So, yeah, yeah, I'm really lucky, yeah. How uh, how many dogs do you currently have? Um, forty two, wow. around forty two. And, yeah. and in terms of you know sort of cost and, and and how you offset that, I mean you know uh, I don't know how many times your your dogs are, are are running every week, and I guess not all forty two of them will be running every week. But how how do you manage that, and and what's the outlay like for you on a week to week basis? Um, you have your highs and lows, um, obviously month to month you could have a really good month and then the, the following month could be um a real low month in terms of um money um yeah they say um don't become a greyhound trainer if you want to make money um <laughs> basically we do it we do it for the love of the dogs and yeah if you break even you're going you're going really good yeah i mean in terms of uh what you do outside of this i mean how do you how do you support it in what way financially um, oh, honestly, just luck, really. Um, we, you know, do our best with the dogs, work on the dogs, and you just hope that when you get into the races, they, A, get round safe, most of all, and B, they, um, return money. Yeah, right. So you don't do anything else outside of training? Training is no, your full-time gig? just the greyhound training. No, just the, yeah, just the training. Wow. Uh, and in terms of, um, you know, the way that you work with Hayley, um, how do you guys, you know, sort of work? I mean, obviously she's got her dogs, you've got your dogs, but how does that work for you in terms of, you know, the, the input you put into each other's dogs? I mean, have you got some sort of share set up uh, so, to the, so that everybody gets something out of it regardless of who's winning? Yeah, so when I first moved there, obviously I took my 15 dogs with me and she had her dogs that were already there. And now they're all kind of intermingled. Her dogs are my dogs. Um, my dogs are her dogs. She has her shares in um, her dogs. Um, we own brew bitches together, um, which then will end up owning the puppies together. So eventually what we race, we will both own, um, which will be good, you know, to get those um, pups up and going yeah, to definitely. get us a bit of return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a a, a a a good way forward for both of you. Hey, Emma, thanks very much for for coming on and having a chat. Where's um, when can we see your dogs in action next? Um, racing on Sunday at Auckland. Beautiful, excellent, mate. Well, hey, listen, best of luck with it, uh, and uh, thanks again for coming on. I really enjoyed your chat. Awesome, thank you. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.